All right. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25. Just a minute. I just want to open mine. First Corinthians 9, verse 25. It says, And every man, okay, let me start from verse 24. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one received the prize, so run that ye may obtain. Verse 25, And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we and incorruptible so there is the incorruptible crown there is the incorruptible crown that is awaiting every believer this incorruptible crown it is a crown of preparation a crown for your preparation god god is so wise and interesting that he has actually apportioned a crown for anyone who takes his preparation to his ministry seriously. So Paul says that those who are striving for mastery, what they do is that they are temperate in all things. They are temperate in all things. But they do it for a corruptible crown. But we, we do it for an incorruptible crown. This incorruptible crown is reserved for anyone who is taking his ministry and his work very seriously. Amen. Now, another kind of crown that we see in the Bible is the, the crown of rejoicing. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4 verse 1. Philippians 4 verse 1. Philippians 4 verse 1 He says, Therefore, my beloved, my brethren, dearly beloved, and longed for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. So Paul is saying that these people, they are my crown. Therefore, brethren, my brethren, dearly beloved, my longed for. He says, my joy and my and crown. My joy and crown. There is a reason why he say joy and crown all together. My joy and crown. But then you ask yourself, what kind of crown is this? What kind, what is the name given to this kind of crown? But you mentioned you see he mentioned joy and also crown so in first thessalonians chapter 2 verse 19 then he actually opens it up first thessalonians chapter 2 verse 19 he opens it up to us and he says all right he said for what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing for what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ 
at his coming he says that you people are you not my crown of rejoicing the crown of rejoicing is it not you people who will come into the presence of the lord jesus at his coming when you read from the easy english easy english says we wanted so much to visit you because you cause us to hope so strongly you make us sure that god will continue to work in you you cause us to be very happy to us you are like a crown that the winner that a winner receives the crown shows that the winner has done well you show that our work among you had good results so you are our crowns that makes us very happy we will be very happy when we stand in front of our lord jesus our lord jesus and that will be when he comes again the isv says after all who is our hope joy or reason for our rejoicing in the presence of our lord jesus at his coming it is you isn't it so paul is actually saying that the people are the crown of his rejoicing since there are there are the people that he is investing in the people that he's working on they are the crowns of his rejoicing the people that he is mentoring in christ the people that he is spending time with making sure that they are growing in the word making sure that they are they are feeding on the word they are they are increasing in the word always going there to share the word of god with them helping them to find their place in god he says they are his crowns of rejoicing imagine if god is giving you one crown for every one person you have saved and you have discipled how many people how many crowns are you going to receive <laughs> there, are, there are there are people who have actually done so much for god some of our fathers have done so much for god they have mentored a lot of people they have actually raised a lot of disciples and you will see every one of them becomes a crown of rejoicing on that day and god will say come my faithful servant receive your crown of rejoicing receive your crown receive this crown the crown that you labored on this person's account and it's our crown of rejoicing amen so the ministry work we are doing is not in vain spending time with people sharing the word of god with them mentoring them praying for them getting them to come to a certain level it is not in vain at all there is a crown that has been that has been given to us that has been prepared for us and god is going to pay you he's going to give to you whatever you are investing in the kingdom amen so there is another crown that we want to talk about the crown of righteousness the crown of righteousness second timothy chapter 4 the verse number 8 
2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 8. He says, now when you read verse, 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 verse 6, he says, For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my cause. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love is appearing. So what is the crown of righteousness? The crown of righteousness is the crown given to anyone who keeps his faith in Jesus and still love is appearing. You see, this righteousness is different from righteous works. When, when the Bible talks about righteous works, it uses the word dikayoma. And we see that one in Revelation 19 verse 8. Dikayoma. And speaking of the works of righteousness, as in doing good. And that one has its own rewards. It is for your garment as the bride of Christ. But this righteousness that he used here is dikayosune, which speaks of the righteousness that we receive when we believe in Jesus. So anyone that will fight the fight of faith, that is still keeping, keeping his, his faith in Jesus, still believing that Jesus is the only way to heaven, that Jesus is, it is, is his Lord and Savior, and keeping the faith, Fighting the good work, the, the work of faith will receive a crown. And that crown is the crown of righteousness. And he's he he stands in the faith. And also, like Paul said, I have fought a good fight. And the good fight was not necessarily um the fight like doing something per se, but actually it was the fight of keeping the faith. The fight of keeping his faith in Jesus. So anyone that is able to maintain his faith, stay in God, irrespective of the challenges that will come his way, he will fight the good fight of faith. And you know, we didn't come into Christ by doing anything. We came into Christ by faith, by believing and confessing the Lordship of Jesus. So anyone that will stay in faith and keep on with the faith, there is a crown that has been allocated for you in heaven. So for this crown, as for this crown of righteousness, every believer should have it. Because so far as you have kept the faith in Christ, you should get this crown. So merely you appear in heaven, you fought a good fight of faith, maintaining your faith in Jesus. You will have this crown. So that is why nothing should move your feet. And we understand the fathers of old, they were actually told that their lives would be spared if they lose their faith, if they deny 
they denounce Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they will have a lot of money, they will give them a lot of things, or they will spare their life. But they said, No, this Jesus has done me no evil, and I will never denounce him. So all these fathers that kept the faith and they fought the good fight of faith, they preached the gospel, they preached their faith, and stood by the faith and proclaim their faith they walked by the faith these people they had the crown of righteousness awaiting them in heaven so at the point of death they know they are not dying in vain even if they didn't get anything here there is something bigger awaiting for them in the bigger place which is the kingdom you see one thing is when you find yourself in a kingdom where you don't have a crown how would you look like if you find yourself in a kingdom where you don't have any crown, then what is the essence? You will be more more like a slave. When people are going when people are going to places and you see them having their crowns and you don't have any in heaven. What will what will what will you be representing? And it will be as though for you there was nothing. <laughs> uh, you be you be like a slave in heaven. But thank God, Jesus has specially prepared crowns for us. For those who keep their faith in Jesus. Those who keep their faith in God and walk in Christ. That they will not let anything sway them. They will not let the pressures of life. They will not let, they will not let people around uh, their friends who are just getting into other things because they, 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 they feel they want money and they are getting to other things, trying to influence them into other religions. Jesus says, if you keep your faith, aside you coming to where I am, I have reserved a crown of righteousness for you if you fight a good fight of faith and you will come to receive it. Amen. And so, there is another crown When you read James chapter 1 verse 12 James chapter 1 verse 12 James 1 verse 12 let me quickly read it James 1 verse 12 He says blessed is the man that endures temptation for when he is tried he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord had promised to them that love him. He says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord had promised to them that love him. There is the crown of life awaiting anyone who God has promised him because he loved him you know the crown of life is not meant for everyone but at least we can say that the crown of righteousness for every believer every believer that keeps his faith you will have the crown of righteousness but the crown of life it is for those who are able to endure temptation so for example let's say god told you you see 
there is the word of life and there is the word of his grace in the bible now the word of life usually it's, it's it speaks of the word that god gives you as a personal work you know we are all in church we are all christians but however aside we following the ways of god in church listening to the message the holy spirit himself is also our greatest teacher and he is working with us in a personal work as well so the holy ghost will give you words that you work with is your own personal consecration and it becomes the word of life because when you follow it it is life to you so for example somebody may receive um the 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 word from the holy ghost that don't cut your hair like samson it was a word of life to him if let's say something was living nowadays and he's able to keep that consecrated word he was able to keep his hair and not cut it till he departs out of here he's going to receive a crown of life for it he there aside all the temptations to cut it he was able to resist and stand by it because everybody around him is probably different uh, uh, they are all having nice haircuts and something alone having these um, dreadlocks you actually look so odd amongst them so if he's able to stand out and keep that it will become a crown of life to him so he says that for those who endure temptation it's a personal consecration sometimes maybe the holy ghost will give you a law and it's probably to you alone and that law could be that don't have sex before you marry and you see your friends having sex here and there everybody's um, having sex with their partner and they are enjoying themselves and the holy ghost is telling you don't have sex before you marry it's a personal word to you and you need to keep it there's a crown allocated to that word it's called the crown of life you if you're able to resist the temptations of this life if you're able to resist the temptation that men will pull you into trying to pull you into it and all that when you finish on that day when we stand before jesus on the judgment day the bible says that with god all things he says works are weighed god he work, he measures our works as well he look at us at our works so on that day god will look at you and says well done faithful servant receive the crown of life how beautiful that day will be when you as a as a person when they come to crown of life they mention your name you come when they come to the crown of righteousness you come for yours crown of rejoicing you come a lot of crowns over thousands of crowns for a crown of rejoicing because you brought in thousands of souls into the kingdom and you were raising them in in uh, you are raising them for jesus he says and you get all these crowns and you go and come everybody the whole world is looking at you jesus mentions your name and he's also mentioned your name incorruptible crown come for your incorruptible crown then you come also for that one also 
how beautiful that sight will be how wonderful it will be how exciting that day will be and because there is no night and day it will be a joyous moment it will be a joyous moment we'll be mentioning names people will be coming everybody coming celebrating celebrating imagine when they mention my name and the people that i brought into christ now they also brought others so when they mention their name also they are also receiving crowns of the people they, that they also brought into christ that they have also um, raised and they are mentoring and all that so the crown of of righteousness the crown of rejoicing the crown of life and the incorruptible crown all these have their place in the body of christ and god have prepared these for us so our work in christ is not in vain our work in christ is not in vain and whatever you are doing whatever you are investing in the kingdom whatever you are giving to the kingdom it is not in vain whatever you invest your time the preachings going about to evangelize going about to raise men going about um, to to do the work of the ministry it is not in vain because there is a crown and also spending time to prepare yourself for the ministry is also not in vain there is a crown allocated to it there is a crown allocated to it and god will reward you as such the crown allocated to your assignment amen so lastly we are talking about the last crown and this crown is not everyone who will also receive it this crown also is not meant for everyone it's meant for only people who decide that they will take it first of all it belongs to those who decide to become a shepherd in the body of Christ they also have their own crown so if you don't become a shepherd you will not receive this kind of crown we are talking about we are going to talk about first peter chapter 5 verse 4 first peter chapter 5 we are we are let's start reading from verse 1 it says that the elders which are among you i exhort who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed come on peter peter was talking about something here he says i am a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed there is a certain kind of glory that shall be revealed this kind of glory if you you do not receive this kind of crown you will not have this kind of glory there is a certain kind of glory that accompanies this crown there is there is a certain kind of glory in the heavens that accompanies this kind of crown and he says there is a glory that is being, going to be revealed he says for the elders which are among you of which me also i am an elder so the the crown allocated for the presbytery and the word elder is presbyteros presbyteros which means an elder simply means a shepherd in our days now verse 2 he says feed the flock of god 
which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. He says, not for money. Don't use the church members as your merchandise. Don't use them for, for, your, for your, your own gain. He says, but feed them and take oversight of them. Verse 3, neither as being lords over God's heritage. Don't become their God. Don't become their Lord. Don't be the, the Lord over God's heritage. But become an example. He says, but being examples to the flock. Become an example so that they can learn from you. Verse 4. It is, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that faded not away. Amen. Now, you, we, we understand from scripture that Jesus went through various levels of his shepherding. He started off as a good shepherd. So he says that a good shepherd is the one that lays down his life for the flock. And he was resurrected as the great shepherd. So the, the Bible uses different terms. The good shepherd, that was the time he had to lay down his life for the flock. But when in resurrection, the Bible gives him a different um, word concerning his shepherding. He says he's now the great shepherd. And in the time when Jesus will come down, talking about the chief shepherd, that chief shepherd. And now Jesus is coming as a chief shepherd in his hand. He will give the crown of glory unto everyone who became a shepherd. Everyone who became a shepherd. I don't know about you, but for me, I want this crown of glory too. Because this crown of glory is a crown that will make you glorious in heaven. It will make you glorious in the kingdom. When you appear, people will see, oh wow, he has a crown of glory. He was a shepherd. He, he was a shepherd on earth. He has a crown of glory. A crown of glory. Everyone has a crown of glory. So when, when, when there, is, there are some meetings, God will say, all the shepherds, let's go for our meeting. And you, you, if you don't have a crown of glory, and, and they are all picking their crowns. You know you can't be in that meeting. Even on earth, there are certain meetings that you cannot enter unless you have a certain batch. <laughs> yeah, you can't enter into that place. So those who have the crown of glory, they become the shepherd. The shepherd. They become the shepherd. And when they... They, 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 they are the shepherds and the Bible says that their works do follow them. So the works that we are doing here, it will continue to follow us. The works we are doing here, it will continue to follow us, even in heaven. 
simply also means that your crown of rejoicing will follow you the people that you have you have invested in the people that you have win for christ the people they will also follow you into heaven and also you will continue your way you know you know <clears throat> some people think that when we leave the earth there is no longer learning we will not learn again we will not listen to the word of god again oh but it's not true there is still teaching in the heavenlies he says the earth the word will never pass away the word will never pass away god's word is eternal and he will continue there are there are there are saints who still continue to do the work of god even whilst they left the earth their works do follow them amen i don't know about you and what decisions you have made for jesus and to what extent do you want to walk with god but these crowns are awaiting us what will you do to receive your own the time is now whatever you are doing for god is not in vain it is time for you to give your all and all to jesus it's time to give everything to him and to surrender your will 